Well, welcome to See Here Love. I'm your host, Melinda, and we are so glad you've joined us again today as we talk all about peace as part of our Fruit of the Spirit series and how to have peace in the chaos of life and within our own circumstances. And if you missed our first three shows on what is the Fruit of the Spirit, love and joy, then make sure you watch or listen to those past shows on seeherelove.com to get all caught up. And it's so good to have you all back, my Dynamo team. <laughs> Cheryl, Brooke, and Lisa, thank you so much. Absolutely. How are you liking the series so far? I love it. Yeah. I feel like it's practical. It's like Christianity 101. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. an inner dialogue that's going on. Yeah. <laughs> I know, and I loved in the past some of the sharings of some of the things that you're challenged by, and it's been yeah. great to learn together. I'm also excited that we have a special guest in the studio, uh, Trifina Paramala Ganyong, with us today. He'll be sharing her story about how God is teaching her and her husband how to pursue peace in the midst of chaotic circumstances by pursuing his presence at home and in their marriage and through her husband's burnout and during a failed church plant. Welcome, Trifina, to oh, the yeah. show. Well, we're glad that you're here to help us pursue peace. Perfect. So let's start off by hearing your story and how you got to that place of peace. Cool, yeah. I'm so excited to be here. So I feel like my story is similar to so many people's stories. I had a dream and a vision for my life and God had a totally different plan. <laughs> if you had asked me a few years ago, I did not really want to be married, didn't really want kids, definitely didn't want to be in full-time ministry or associated with anyone in full-time ministry and um, wanted to live in a condo downtown Toronto and be teaching. That was the plan. Fast forward eight years, we got married at 21. We have two children. I married a pastor wow. and we don't even live in Toronto and like never got the condo. But God's plans are so much better um, than mine, thankfully. But so we got married eight years ago and our journey was, well, life is hard, yeah. marriage is hard. And I feel like in no way do I have a monopoly mm -hmm. on pain, but um, we've experienced different things in our life that have kind of led us to this point. So we got married, we're both um, exploring new careers and there's nuances of that mm -hmm. and the difficulties of that. Soon into our marriage, my husband really hears from God that we're called to church plant. Took me a little longer to get on that bandwagon. <laughs> mm -hmm. We really felt like we were called to step into that. Right after we said yes, things began to blow up as things happen sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, my father-in-law was diagnosed with cancer and was experiencing palliative care in our home and soon after passed away. Mm -hmm. um, uh, my husband went through one surgery after another. Um, we planted the church, finally, and week two, he goes through a traumatic back injury, and so he's now living on Percocets and can't dress himself. Oh and, gosh. you know, like, throw that, throw into that, like, just life and family and relationships, and both of our mental health is kind of quickly derailing. So, in the mix, we have children, so our, my, my body does not do pregnancy amazingly. So one difficult pregnancy, and it was pregnancy number two um, that really began to change our life. So I am, my pregnancies, I'm essentially living in a dark room. My senses are kind of all shut, shut down. I'm on an IV and there's nurses coming in and out. And I'm like, God, where are you in this? But it was beautiful that as my senses were kind of all stripped away, the Holy Spirit began to speak. And it wasn't that he hadn't been speaking before, but we had been so busy and so inundated with the storms in our life that we hadn't been able to slow down and really hear him mm -hmm. and hear what he was saying. And so now we're on this new growing edge. Okay, what does it look like to hear the voice of God and pursue that? And if the fruit of the spirit is love and joy and peace, then what you're speaking into, there should be peace about. And so we're like, all right, Jesus, like you're moving. This is exciting. But it doesn't mean that the storms stop. So now I'm seven and a half months pregnant. We have a two-year-old and Mark's mental health has taken quite a hit from what's happened over the years and he burns out. So um, he is lying in the fetal position, shaking in a couch and cannot function. And I'm like, Jesus. And 
three months later, we get a phone call. So now he's off work and we get a phone call that the church we planted and invested five years of our life in is now closed. Oh. And we now have a newborn. And we're sitting there and God, we're like, God, where is your peace in this? And it was then that God really began to take us on a journey of what does it look like um, to pursue peace? Because in the world, peace is the absence of chaos and war. Mm -hmm. But he really began to teach us that in the kingdom, peace, is, like, peace can still have chaos and war, but it's the, it's the presence of a person. And that was our, the big shift that began in our life. Yeah. You know, that's so great because when I'm listening to you, it's like hit after hit and most people would be out. Mm -hmm. They would be like, we're not, peace is the furthest thing from my mind. It's actually survival, yeah. it's fetal position, mm -hmm. it's, it's escaping, it's not, it wouldn't be peace mm -hmm. because, or I'd be just angry at God for all the totally. bad things that have yes. happened to me, mm -hmm. right? I mean, would you guys say the same thing? I mean, that, that would be our initial reaction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, I think we, uh, we throw our hands up, we get overwhelmed, we get anxious, the storm knocks us over and we can't seem to find God in the midst mm -hmm. of it. And as you were speaking, it just hit me so hard that the last thing you said, peace is a person. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that person not only speaks peace to the storm, but what you found out is that he speaks peace in the storm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And so it's so interesting for us to um, realize that, okay, in the midst of the storm, yes, God speak peace, but what are you saying? Mm -hmm. What is he speaking Absolutely, and yeah. ministering in the midst of the storm? Yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. yeah. Lisa, That's what are your thoughts? Um, there's a quotation. I think it's by Corey Ten Boom. You're going to have to fact check me on that. But basically the quotation says, if the devil can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. Mm. And when oh, we're knocked down flat, when you're in the room and everything's dark, your senses are just shutting down. It's just an IV. Maybe he needed us there because we were oh, so busy. And now he's dismantled our life so he can be like, let's actually get to work. Yeah. Oh, that's really good because I think like it's so easy to stay busy and mm -hmm. to, to do things and, and try to mm -hmm. find the peace yeah. but you're not allowing yourself mm -hmm. to be still enough to yeah. feel it or Absolutely. hear from God yeah. and so in your situation like God just stripped everything away mm -hmm. and then spoke right to your heart and that's yeah. really powerful. Mm -hmm. Trifina, you say that in the world, uh, pursuing peace in mm -hmm. a way is done by three, in, in three ways, right? Yes. You numb, mm -hmm. uh, you're, you numb yourself, you, you numb your circumstance, you escape your circumstance, mm -hmm. or you change your circumstance. Yes. I think those are really powerful things to discuss. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about that. So I feel like those five years of church planting or even just our marriage, we were professionals at trying to find peace just and not achieving it. Mm -hmm. And so we were really good at, we were numbing our circumstances. So we would come home and we'd just be binging on Netflix or like good food or whatever it is. And that on its own is inherently not wrong um, or escaping. We were at an all-inclusive, which is great, but we were there because we were crashing and we had no capacity to do anything. Or we were trying to change our circumstance. So we're constantly trying to fix the church or fix the situation mm -hmm. or move away from relationships that were difficult because we mm -hmm. just couldn't handle it and none of it was to any avail. Yeah. Okay, so, but that's, okay, pause, because I'm checking off, yep, I've done that. <laughs> Check, I've done that. Shoot, I've done that. So you're saying that our, our initial response is to numb, mm -hmm. uh, escape, or change our circumstance yes. versus pursuing the person of yes. peace. Mm -hmm. So talk to us about that, because that, I would say most people are like, yeah, we do that. So yeah. how do you actually choose to pursue peace in that way. Well, I think scripture is so beautiful that it, it gives us such a tangible like on-ramp for that. Like Jesus says, like, draw me near to me and I will draw near to you. And I think there's something so beautiful because in his presence is where we find peace. And so for me, peace has come from pursuing who Jesus is, like experiencing the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, I find for me, 
my mind is not the mind of Christ, but I know the Holy Spirit lives in me and I want his thoughts to be my thoughts because a lot yeah. of the time I'm inundated with the lies that I believe or my worries and my anxieties. And so I've had to learn to, how do I change my thoughts to align them with Christ? So one thing is I have like daily affirmations or declarations that I'm going through in the morning of who God is, that he's good, that he's faithful, that he has a plan for my life and that you know mm -hmm. there's a purpose on it and who I am because of that. So I'm loved, I'm set apart and constantly reminding myself of who he is and yeah. what that looks like. Um, another thing that I feel like God is really teaching me is, um, well, I can't remember the verse, but enter his gates with thanksgiving and his yes, courts with praise, praise, right? So there is no temple, there's no tabernacle anymore. He lives inside of us, but I want to encounter his presence on a regular basis. And he gives us that on-ramp of, well, like through, through praise and through worship and thanksgiving. Yeah. And so I've really, We've, I've been challenged to be somebody who, so in the moment when I'm feeling stressed or I'm feeling the storms around me, like what can I choose to be thankful for? Yeah. Or how can I put aside my to-do list and my plans to clean the house or whatever, mm -hmm. like I'm trying to do. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna sit and worship. It's good. So What's cool. resonating with you guys as she's talking? Because I can That's see so these like, hmm. Yeah, I hmm. love that drawn yeah. near to me and I will draw near to you. I think that, you know, as we pursue peace and we pursue all the gifts of the uh, fruits of the spirit, um, those will be found in the presence of God. Mm -hmm. And I just, that verse is so, to me, it's just such a powerful yeah. verse. Mm -hmm. This is what came to me. I, you know, you talked about num numbing down and that, I call it like zombie syndrome, auto, yeah. being on <laughs> autopilot. Yeah. And so we, we, you know, the response is not to turn down the volume, mm. follow me, on the noise of our lives. Mm -hmm. Like, we, you know, green tea and zen and mm. vacations and, <laughs> and we're trying to mute that sound. It's actually turning the volume up on God's word. Mm -hmm. Have him speak louder into your situation. Yeah. What are you saying? Seeking his voice yeah. over the, let, let that, let his voice sort of calm the quiet yeah. and speak over the busyness yeah. rather than all the other things we do. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's interesting because when we talk about those circumstances in which we want to numb or avoid or escape, I think when we're actually a person with that presence of peace in the presence of God and it's internal, mm -hmm. you know the difference between numbing yourself and then growing a thick skin because mm -hmm. World is what it is. Yeah. You know the difference between avoiding because you don't want to deal with it and then avoiding a toxic situation because you actually shouldn't be there. And then you know the difference between changing a circumstance because, oh, I can't stand this, and then transforming it because you're empowered to do so. And that's, I think, that's why God wants us to talk to us first so those things we can deal with in the proper way and not a negative, worldly, secular way. That's good, Lisa. That's really good. what you just said. Yeah. Busyness is not a band aid. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Good. That's good. good. You know, I love this because it's just as a reminder, even for me, that rather than go to the things that we feel that we can control mm -hmm. and then make us feel good for a moment, mm -hmm. it's actually pursuing Jesus, yeah. the person of peace that's going to actually yeah. long term, yeah. deeply, mm -hmm. you know, uh, redemptively who restores us is the person we need to pursue. I love that. I had never heard that before, Trifina, about this idea of when we talk about peace within the fruit of the spirit, mm -hmm. that's actually pursuing the person of peace. Mm -hmm. Just like it would be pursuing yeah. the person of love, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So good. joy, right? Yeah. That is, that's incredible. I love and that I think thought. too, as a reminder, like we have access to God mm -hmm. all of the time, yeah. right. like yeah. all of the time. His peace is actually always with us. He is present, it is present, and we just have to be, sometimes it's just a heart shift to mm -hmm. be reminded, oh yeah, mm -hmm. I do have the peace of God with me right now, and just mm -hmm. to, to lean into that, you mm -hmm. know? So Trifan, what happened? So when you decided, okay, I'm going to pursue peace, what happened to your life and with your husband and kids? It's not like things automatically got better at all. If anything, I think, 
I, I look at my life now and I'm like, there's still storms raging mm -hmm. around our life, right? But there's a different, different foundation and there's a different perspective. I think mm -hmm. we have a God who literally slept in the middle of a storm right? Because he knew it wasn't his time to die. He was not going to die. He, he, like, Jesus only did what the Father, what he saw the Father do, and he knew that was not what the Father was doing in his life. And so it's changed our focus of asking God, like, Holy Spirit, where are you in this moment? Like, what are we called to partner with? We had spent so much of our life, not that we were not doing things for God and not loving God, but it, it, some of it became out of our own strength. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it moved to a place... Um, we were like, Holy Spirit, what are you doing and how can we partner with that versus how can we just ask you to bless what we're already doing? Yeah, no, it's good. Well, listen, hang on because I want to hear more thoughts from you. But we're going to go right now to Sheila Walsh, our friend, TV host and author, who's going to share her reflections on peace as well as Joanna, our co-host, who'll be sharing from The Good Word. You know, you hear a lot of talk about the word peace. We've been looking at the fruit of the Spirit, and that's what we're going to look at in this segment today. You know, when you think about peace in our world, you know, we hear about peace talks. And for the world's peace to work, someone needs to be able to shift. If, there's, if two countries come together for peace talks, somebody has to move, someone has to shift. But the kind of peace that Christ offers is different. Let me read you this scripture. It's found in John's gospel, John chapter 14, verse 27. And this is part of the last conversation that Christ has with his closest friends. He knows what lies ahead. He has already set his face toward the cross, but they don't know. They don't understand. The next few days are going to be the darkest, most confusing of their lives. But here's what Jesus said. I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. One of the things that I've learned in my relationship with Jesus is that peace is not the absence of trouble. Peace is the presence of Christ. I can think of when I was flying out to speak at an engagement and my son was facing a potential surgery. And my husband and son said to me, you need to go. You know, you've made a commitment. The Lord is with us. And if you'd seen me that day, it might have looked like I was at gate 12 waiting at the airport. No, you know where I was? I was at the feet of Jesus where peace is found. I don't know what you are facing in your life right now. I don't know what the storms are like. But I want you to know that Christ has promised peace, whether it's peace from the storm that's raging outside of you or for the storm that's raging inside of you. The first things he, he said to his disciples after he was risen was peace. And that's what he would give to you today. Whatever you're facing, whatever you're facing, whatever you're facing, Christ offers the gift of peace. There's a lot of things in this life that give us anxiety. It's the noise around us, it's the stuff on the news, it's the buzzing of our phones, it's the reality of our relationships and the struggles that we face day to day. We all are longing for peace. And so Jesus on his last night with his disciples before he was killed on our behalf, uh, he says in John chapter 14 at 27, 
peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I don't give it to you as the world gives. So do not let your hearts be troubled and don't be afraid. The final legacy that Jesus leaves with us is peace. This is not a cheap peace. This is a very costly peace. It's the kind of peace he makes between us and God, an ultimate and eternal peace that he made in his own body, dying in our place so that we wouldn't have to die for all of the brokenness and sin and struggle of our own life, the things we had done to separate us from God. So Jesus, who made peace for us between us and God, now wants us to have shalom, this wholeness and peace in all of our relationships. It starts by having a relationship with God. If you don't know God, you may not feel true, deep peace in your life. But if you do know God, you can, through Jesus, have an ultimate peace that passes all understanding, all circumstances, that even in the darkest night of the soul, you may, you may know peace and you may know the Prince of Peace that is Jesus himself. Thank you, Sheila and Joanna, for your thoughtful reflections on peace. Well, let's talk about the verse in John 14, 27. Lisa, you wanna read it? And then I'd yeah. love to hear your thoughts mm -hmm. about the verse. Jesus says, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart, and the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. Oh, that actually gives me physical peace yeah. when I hear that. Yeah. What are your thoughts when you hear this verse and this promise from God for our lives? Serafina, why don't we start with you? I love this verse because I love that Jesus says like, do not let your hearts be troubled, do not be afraid. He's insinuating that there's going to be times when you are going to be troubled and you are going to be afraid, but he doesn't give as the world gives. You're not striving for peace like the world strives. Mm -hmm. Verse 26, the verse right before it, he's talking about sending the Holy Spirit and sending that teacher um, and reminder for us. And to me, it just correlates the two that walking in step with the spirit um, is what is, is giving us peace. And I just love that. It's such a good reminder for me. Yeah. Good. You know, I, uh, being, a, being a fatherless child, I always uh, draw to the, to the heart of the father and, mm. and the actions of a father. And I think a good parent, now that I am a parent, a good parent will do everything in their power to ensure the success of their child. And so when I hear Jesus saying, I'm leaving, but I wanna ensure that you mm. live abundantly. I wanna ensure that you live well, so I am sending the Holy Spirit and I'm giving you peace so that the world won't, like I'm giving you the tools and it just reminds me that God cares and that he wants us mm -hmm. to live in this peaceful life and he's done that by leaving us the Holy Spirit. It's just amazing. That's so yeah. encouraging. And for all yeah. those people that have felt abandoned, yeah. that he actually, I love that, ensures Ensure. that you are equipped yeah. and with his spirit. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's yeah. good. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah I think this, this hover speaks to me actually very personally in this specific season in my life. Um, I feel uh, a little bit like my mind is, is going in every direction right now. And this, just even you reading it, I was reminded like, oh yeah, God has given me a gift right now and it's, it's his peace. And it's with me right now and it's calming my mind and it's calming my heart. And yeah, I, I just am reminded that in the midst of chaos, in the midst of, um, I don't need to be afraid because mm -hmm. Christ is with me. Like it goes, goes back to, he goes before you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm encouraged by that. It's good. He leaves with us his peace of mind and heart and mm -hmm. the troubles when you're anxious, it's, it's all that goes on in your mind. It's trouble you're thinking about and the 
heart is fearful. Yeah. And it's what I love about this is that it's worded in a very passive way. It's a gift that you receive, mm -hmm. and yet you worded it as pursuing a person, pursuing peace, because it's not just let's just sit here <laughs> and just not do anything because your mind could be troubled and your heart could be afraid. But it's this soul exercise of yeah. active mm -hmm. spiritual discipline mm -hmm. of yeah. pursuing, getting rid of what clutters, but then making space. I mean, when you clean your house, it's an active thing, but you're making space for something else. Yeah. Yeah. You're making space for the presence of Christ, yeah. which brings that to you. And then it's like, I got this. Yeah. God has got this, and so I can do this. Yes. yes. I like this version, how it calls it a gift. I'm yeah. giving you a gift. Yeah. And it's just that, again, it's that action of like, like I'm going to yes. receive this it's gift. It's an action of yes. receiving. Yeah. yeah, it's that father heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, it's Melinda. Sorry to interrupt this amazing conversation, but I just wanted to let you know you're listening to the See Here Love with Melinda podcast, a web and television series produced by Crossroads Christian Communications. We get to produce fun, meaningful content for our See Here Love audience by the generosity of our supporters. So how can you help us and keep See Here Love on the air? We'll go right now to seeherelove.com and click on the big donate button. So much love and thanks to you. Now let's get back to our conversation. When we hear the word peace and we are talking about peace and it sounds great. We're all like, yes, yes, we are going to be all about oh, peace yeah. oh forever and ever. But in reality, uh, after the show, we're gonna go home and when the rubber hits the road and we're on the highway and we're driving and things are blowing up and chaotic, what are we gonna do? And so I think, you know, sort of this accountability with our viewers and listeners and ourselves, what would you say would be the thing that you are gonna choose to do in pursuing peace and receiving the gift of peace tomorrow. Mm. And Trifina, I'm putting you right on the spot because you're a special that's guest and that's what we do here. Because <laughs> I struggle with this in my yeah. day to day. I have yeah. like two little kids and I'm like, this is not a peaceful circumstance. I think it's First Thessalonians talks about like, I rejoice always, I pray without mm. ceasing and I give thanks um, to the Father. And I'm like, that's, that's what I'm learning to do. I'm like, okay, yeah. God, one, where are you in this moment? But two, how am I going to still choose yeah. to be thankful mm -hmm. um, and receive this gift of peace that you've given me? Because mm -hmm. there are so many amazing things that you're doing in my life. So just because there is poop on the floor here, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. mean that this is my entire perspective, this is my mm -hmm. entire life. So what are you going to do? So you oh, then, yes. what am I going to do? Oh. You take a moment? Or I'm, I take a moment. I take a moment. Okay. I take a moment. And then I start my day with that as well, where I need mm -hmm. to journal it out. Oh, so you yeah. journal. So you I wake journal, up in the morning. Yes. I wake up in the morning because I find I need to get up before my kids. So I need to journal and just download my stuff to God and allow him to speak back. So journaling, that's a journaling. good way to do it. And if you can't do it in the morning, because I am not a morning person, yes. you could do it at night, yes. at lunch, whenever. And, and journaling just helps to process your thoughts and, yeah. and give perspective. Helps mm -hmm. me clear the deck and also allows me to slow down enough to hear God's voice. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. good. So journaling yeah. and being intentional about that. Okay, Cheryl. Girl. I am going to get realistic okay. real quick. Okay. And I'm going to lose all of these false expectations mm. with this. I'm going to understand today that by pursuing the person of peace, who is Jesus Christ, that it doesn't necessarily change my position. That's right. Okay. But it's going to change my posture. Yeah. Mm. Amen. And I needed that today mm -hmm. because I seem to think or have thought, been guilty, <laughs> that suddenly inviting peace and inviting God will change what's physically going on. Not necessarily so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we have to understand that the storm may continue for a bit yes. longer, yes. but my posture has yeah. changed in the midst of that mm -hmm. storm. Changes everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so yeah. change in posture. Circumstances may stay the same and, and for a long time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
but the posture of the posture of my heart and my heart. mind mm -hmm. pursuing yeah. the person of yeah. peace. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's excellent. Good. Yeah, I love that actually. Same like in in the storm. Like it doesn't not gonna make the storm go away necessarily, but knowing that um, there's peace in the storm yeah. is it, it. I don't know. It's just you can walk through the storm in a yeah. in a mm. different way, mm. even though it's still really hard and messy and rocky. But just knowing that you have peace in it, mm -hmm. and I know for me, like I obviously as a worship leader, like I love music and I love to to sing. Um, for me, something happens to me when I just throw in a song mm. and I just can like, like not sing, actually just mm. like be quiet while the song sings over me mm. and just be like, God, like I know that you uh, are speaking to me. And that's, I don't know, that's how God speaks to me. So when I just throw on music and like let it sink deep. <laughs> that's good, so like music. It is, well, it is well with my song. Oh, yeah, yes. that went. Okay, so we've got, so we got journaling, posture, music. Lisa? It, for me, it's Bible reading. And it's not, okay, I'm having a stressful time, I need to find a Bible verse. Now, it's everything in your daily life. Yeah. Because when you understand how God, it's like biblical literacy of God's heart and how He's moving in history in the chaotic times of the people that are mm -hmm. here. Um, and then it draws me back to my favorite Bible verse, Psalm 4610, be still and know that I am God. Yeah. Just on its own, it's a great you know, thing to stick on a cup or something, yeah. but when you understand the scope of the Bible, it's yeah. like he's actually got all this in control. Who yeah. do you think you are? Yeah. How dare you feel so troubled and afraid when this is who God is? And it kind of puts you in your place for me. <laughs> yeah. no. And it's actually like, it's like, oh God, we don't trust you or really yeah. believe yeah. who you say you are yeah. or what you'll do. So yeah. biblical for me, it's Bible oh, reading. Bible but consistently, to, so when you get to the point where your peace is challenged, yeah. you know that it shouldn't be. So my challenge, so these are all good. So I've been challenged, journal, journaling, change of posture, um, music, and Bible reading. I would say whew, that in my day that I don't clutter my mind mm. with the busyness and the sounds constantly. So I'm the type of person who, when there is a moment of silence or I have a break, it's filled with something. I'm on the phone, I'm doing something else, I'm filling it, like I'm constantly filling my life with noise and busyness where there is no allowance for peace or the pursuit of peace. Mm -hmm. And that has been something that I've struggled with all my life, whether it's an extrovert or just the way that I'm wired, or maybe it's just me escaping and trying to numb mm -hmm. because I don't have peace in my life. And that's a very honest, you know, um, honest reflection and of me. But I think that it's just gonna be, you know what, Mel? You don't need to fill to turn on the TV or to do this. There are times where you can just be still mm. and it's okay. And maybe that's it. Maybe I feel guilty when I'm not doing mm. and maybe I need to get rid of that. I mean, a posture mm -hmm. of it's, it's, it's me and God here mm. and things could be happening, but I need to be at peace and to be quiet and still. So yeah. I think that's good. And now that we've all said it, there might be some accountability yeah. <laughs> for all of us. And so I think that's I think that's good to journal, which really is to be intentional and take some time to oh, reflect. Oh, we don't do that a lot, do we? No. We don't no. sit and go, how is my day? How am I doing? Yeah. God, what are you saying? Because we're so busy, we just keep rolling and going. Mm -hmm. yeah. The one thing I was yeah. gonna say with the journaling, I've noticed that like when I do write out things like, God, I'm asking you to fill me with peace in this right. season. Mm -hmm. When I write it out, I love that I can go back mm. and see, yes. oh my goodness, like 
he was there. He did fill me with peace. And then it becomes like a praise report yeah, in my own life. Yes. And so I love that. Journaling is really, really important. Yeah. Also writing it out automatically slows you down. It is just oh. takes longer than typing and yeah. it forces you <laughs> yes. to think and slows you down. It does. Yeah. Even though my writing may be a little messy, yeah. I can't read as fast when I wrote. Yeah. We're good. Well, Trifina, thank you so much for being here, for sharing your story so courageously and honestly. We really appreciate that. And 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 yeah, and sort of reimagining and changing the way that it's pursuing the person of mm -hmm. peace, knowing Jesus and who he is, right? The one who says, be still and know I am God, I've mm -hmm. got you. Mm -hmm. Great, great thoughts. And thank you, Cheryl Brooken, yeah. Lisa, for your thoughts. Amazing, like always. And again, I will be coming to you to say, how's that going? Is it the Bible reading, the posture? <laughs> so thank you again. Well, next week, we're continuing our conversation with the fourth fruit of the Spirit. Get ready, patience. <laughs> it's going to be a good one. So make sure you tune in. And don't forget to go on to seeherelove.com to read our blogs on peace from our team. And Trifine, I know we're going to be asking you to write a blog post too about your story. Also go on to See Her Love to watch our past shows so you can get caught up on the fruit of the spirit. And also don't forget that you can watch Chris, my husband Chris, and my devotional that was shot in Italy only online as well. And as a final thought from our verse today, God's promise is that he gives you peace. His spirit of peace is within you so that your heart won't be troubled and you won't need to be afraid because he is with you. His peace is worth pursuing. And as you look to him for peace, know always that you are seen, heard, and deeply loved by God. Bye-bye. See, Hear, Love with Melinda is a production of Crossroads Christian Communications Incorporated, a member of the Canadian Council of Christian Charities. To support this program, please visit SeeHearLove.com and click the donate button or call 1-800-265-3100. That's 1-800-265-3100. Tune in next week for more honest conversations with Melinda and the See, Hear, Love team.